Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I want to welcome you uh, to the next episode. It's been a while. Um, unfortunately, I moved, so I'm no longer in Alabama. I'm now in Mississippi, um, down toward the shore. I am coming to you right now from my friend's yard, Jackie. Hi! So she's going to be here with me and doing Modern Heathen Man with me. She's also a heathen. She's been a heathen now for about how long? Ooh, um, I want to say... Okay, going on three years, and I do apologize for the dings. I'm doing this on my phone, and people like to ding me and ask me questions and stuff. So that was one just coming through, so I apologize for that. So with that said, we really didn't pick a topic for today. I was thinking about a couple different topics. Um, I want to hit on maybe new people in the Satru. Um, once again, I, I know I've done a couple of these on new people in the Satru. Um, but really, I want to focus uh, Modern Heathen Man on the new person coming in, the person who really doesn't have direction, where to go, where to turn, where to look, what to know, you know, the basics of what you have to know. And it's not because I like being a basic guy, it's because I feel like in the heathen world, we sometimes throw the basic people to the dogs and say, you know, you gotta learn, you gotta learn, you gotta learn, and... We don't always teach, and I'm a real big proponent on learning myself because we're constantly learning something. But for some things, there are times where we have to answer for them, and we should answer their questions and help them find the right way to those answers. So here at Modern Heathen Man, like I've always done, you know, I'm trying to focus on um, the important stuff, the stuff that helps us become better heathens, that helps us to be better heathens, that guides us takes us down the walk and the path that we need to go down. With that said, I'm going to tell you, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some coffee or some water day, because here it's 82 degrees, but it's nice and breezy as you can tell. So grab yourself some water and join us for Modern Heathen Man. So um, let's get right into it. So yesterday, I was going through my local Walmart, and a gentleman stopped me. And he was uh, admiring my Norse tattoos on my arm. And he was telling me how he was a heathen and how he carries the Molnir with him and all this other stuff. And we got to talking a little bit. And in talking to him, I found out that I don't want to say he's not a heathen, but he is such a young heathen, it would be like he was just born yesterday. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it better than that, you know. His ideas and ideals were those you would find on a popular TV show and in a comic book and a couple of movies, not the true ideals of what comes North, being a heathen. Yeah, it comes to being a heathen, North paganism would bring about. Um, one of the things, and I, I didn't mean to devastate him, but he was trying to tell me what Loki's real name was. And I'm like, that's something that comes from a comic book. That's not real. Um, the information you're giving me is not correct. This is the correct information. And sometimes it's not because it comes from a place of hatred or dislike. It just comes from a place that I want them to understand me and understand what they're really getting into. Um, I find that a lot of new people 
to the religion, um, cling on to those things that were in comic books, and cling on to those things that are in movies, and cling on to those things that were on TV shows, and don't realize the impact that it has on the real society that does those things for real. Um, I akin it to the people that play pirate today and go to all these pirate festivals. I mean, they're great. They bring back, you know, a little bit of history and stuff like that. But in reality, could they have ever really lived on a pirate ship? Could they have ever really survived the pirate age? You know, with the swashbuckling and the true manner of life that it was, I doubt that, to be honest with you. And where it's fun to do those things and fun to portray those things in the same token, if that were a true lifestyle today, we probably wouldn't be doing that because those people would be offended. So, and I'm not saying I took offense to what he said. I'm just saying, in general, we have to begin to look at the new people coming in as those people that really need guidance and really need help. Um, with that said, he, he was still excited. He was still, you know, whatever. So... I gave him my website and stuff like that, and he got on there and was excited to see that all the books and everything were on their basic library of heathenism and was able to go ahead and access those things and learn more, which is good. Some people turn away. I mean, some people just don't have the gumption to follow forward. Recently, I was talking to a friend about you know, how do we guide those people forward? What, what do we do? And, you know, it comes back to the old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Um, we find today that a lot of the people coming up and approaching us that want to be Norse really don't want to be Norse. They want to play Viking. And they like the idea of playing Viking, and they've done their DNA and found out that they're one-sixteenth one of... Norse, so they go out and they change their hair, they get tattoos, they buy a hammer, and now they're Viking, you know, and they, they don't really understand what it means to be Viking as opposed to being Norse, to being pagan, to being heathen, to being all this other stuff. They just put one moniker on it and believe that that's where they are. Yeah, that is, that is very true. And while I can understand the appeal and the attractiveness to it. Yeah, it's really cool. Like the pirate thing I was saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Um I don't I don't wanna say this, but in a way I do mean it like this. It it can be slightly offensive at offensive. times. Exactly, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and some people can be very open minded and take what you tell them in mm-hmm. reference of what they either ask or, you know, um we may give them a little bit of knowledge on right. something that they're talking about that right. they really don't fully know. Right. Um, the people that take that knowledge and actually move forward with it, awesome. The ones that just kind of give you that, oh, uh, those are kind of the ones that I'm, I'm just like, ah, why? Yeah. yeah. The ones the ones that get you me are the understand. ones that like. Um, Case in point, we're talking today about you know one god, venerating one god, and having one specific patron god in heathenry. And 
you guys know I talk a lot about not doing that because that's not appropriate. You you miss out on things if you do that because then you don't have frisk with the other gods. Well, you know, when you tell people this, you know, the first thing is, wow, that, this is the way I was taught by so-and-so back in this day. Well, I understand that, but that doesn't work to help you. What I'm trying to do is help you, and they, they just don't want to hear it. They, they want to believe that the person that told them, you know, 25 years ago that you have to have a patron god for for being a heathen is the right one, even though you explain to them, well, look, you know, if your patron god is is Thor for strength, okay, then why would Odin give you wisdom? You'd have no wisdom. You'd be the proverbial, I pick stuff up, put stuff down guy in the gym because all you do is worship a guy for strength. So all you get is strength. You get no wisdom. If you're sick and you need to get well, why would Air do anything to help heal you if you've never venerated him or her before? Well, we have our ones that, like you said earlier, yeah. we click with, that we right. gravitate a little bit more to. It is always important to keep in mind right. to honor and venerate right. all of them. Uh, right. If you give a little extra to the ones that you click with, okay, yep. cool. But yeah, that's me. Like all in mind. I get to click, I, I click with Hemdall, okay? And not to say anything, but I believe that Hemdall has chosen me as a person that he likes. Mm -hmm. I didn't choose him specifically to say, oh, this is my patron god, but I like the idea of being able to see things before they happen. I like being able to, to get the insight of knowing this is what's going to go on before it actually occurs. Mm -hmm. And I'll venerate him a little bit more because I like that, but I still need strength. I still need the wisdom to decipher what this means that I'm seeing. So with that said, I, I have to venerate both Odin and Thor as well and Hemdall. Even though Hemdall and I have a better relationship and I do stuff more with him a little bit, for the most part, I venerate all the gods at one time. Yeah. I don't try to forget anybody in that. You know, and I mean, how am I ever going to understand love if I don't venerate the, you know, the mother of all, you know, and things like that. I mean, just you can't just do one. So these people take that information, they take it that I'm scalding them when in, in reality I'm not. I'm just trying to give them better oh. information. Yeah, the knowledge that they need to move forward as a heathen. So then it begs to, to ask the question, do they really want to be a heathen? I honestly had to tell somebody, and I, and I don't mean this in a, in a mean way, we're not a, uh, a Wednesday and a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we're not a Wednesday and Sunday religion, you know? This is a every day. This is in your way of living. Mm -hmm. This is everything that you do daily. Right. It, it's, not, it's not only think of them when it's in need. Right. Now, the young person coming up or the brand new heathen coming up, doesn't understand Frith, doesn't understand the Inan Garden and the Uten Garden, doesn't understand the the cosmic way of how everything is touching everything else, but in time they'll learn that. They don't know how to venerate their ancestors, they don't know how to venerate the gods properly, but in time they'll learn that. If they keep the path up, they learn things as they go forward. And that's the problem that I see today in society is that everybody wants everything instantly. They you know, take the easy path, hand yeah. it to them. Yeah. You mean I can't just come sit here during a bloat and just listen to what you say? What do you mean I have to grab the horn and say something? <laughs> you know, things like that. I never had to do that in church. You know, and I'm like, well, this is in church. Yeah. So, yeah. 
gonna, what do you mean we're gonna talk about each other and say that each other do good things or, you know, oath to each other that we're gonna do things that we didn't have to do that in church, you know, and again, it's not church. So that's the problem thing. It's an active, interactive, educational and learning path that people don't want to take. And I find that new people specifically when they're coming in, especially in today's day and age, you know, they, they got these video games now where, oh, I learned in the video game that this is how the Vikings will get ready for their battles. Well, that, that's not true. <laughs> you know what I mean? First of all, you know, they, they weren't just going for battle. They were going to take land. They were going to bring back um, things that they needed to survive. It wasn't just battle. Yeah, they raped and pillaged places, but those were expansion. That was everybody in that day. It wasn't just the Vikings. So while the show Vikings, okay, does shed small light on certain things, not right. towards, somewhat towards our gods, I I want to say the show Vikings is definitely more about the way of living back then. Right. Everything, but some of their knowledge is definitely dramatized. Right. But a lot of it, they, they tried to stay spot on. So many right. small things, but I always say... Don't just stop there at what you right. heard. Go and do the research. I, I want to say, well, I do say, I tell everyone when they walk into this, I tell them that it is a, you learn every day. It, there is limitless stuff about being a heathen, right. a, a true. Um, there's even books on heathenry. Right. And I honestly think The Last Kingdom is a lot more portraying of what our religion is than Vikings was. I mean, I'll be 100% honest with you. I mean, yeah. every other word out of their mouths in The uh, Last Kingdom is the gods, the gods, the gods. Yeah. They never forgot them. You saw their ceremonies, you saw the bloats, you saw mm -hmm. you know, them honoring the gods in the actual thing. And that was a lot more historically correct than Vikings. And I think in Vikings, they took a lot of poetic license and artistic license. Yes. And changed things around. What I'm saying is it's okay to learn certain things right. from, you know, shows. Yeah, and yeah, whatnot, yeah Because there, there is always some small truth behind it. Right. But don't stop there. Right. Please do the rest of the learning. And that's also where we come into the problem of they stop there. Right. Right. They don't want to do the extra, you know, you ask someone, well, <coughs> do you have time to read a book? And, you know, some people don't. And right. then you'll be like, okay, well, what about podcasts? And then there'll be the excuse of, well, I, I can't just sit and listen or this and this. And I'm like, are, are those excuses because you don't want to father it? Right. Or is it too much work? Well, or you find that there's like things like um, when you bring up a basic story, like, oh, that's like the story of when, you know, Loki said you could chop off my head, but you can't cut my neck. Yeah. And they're like, what? And you're like, what do you mean what? That's a basic story from the gods. I mean, you never heard that one? No. Oh. The basic one that I always hear, and it's always the first one when you Google and YouTube is, <coughs> you know, the building of the wall uh -huh. and the famous story with Loki and yep. uh, Swatafari. Yep. Okay, leading Swatafari away. But then it stops there. Anything past that, you start talking. Some of them are, uh, some of them, uh, some of them can muddle through it, but it, right. you can tell the ones that didn't want to do the extra looking in. I come across people that 
swear up and down that they know things and then I start talking about holidays and their their laws and I'm like um yeah the new guy I just said something about um we just had a holiday he's like oh star and I was like yeah and sing it a bloat well I've never heard of that one (laughs) um I'm just like okay Okay, so, you know, I, I didn't tell him what it was. I'm just like, okay, well, that was the, the same thing as a star. We have a cigarette bloat there, too, and, you know, just some other stuff. I said, May Day is tomorrow. Happy May Day, by the way, guys. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then after May Day, you know, comes Midsummer, and, uh, well, Pargisnacht is last night into today. Yep. You know, so if you were burning something, that was good, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah I had Yeah, you had your burn. Yeah, you had your burn. I was like, wow, she's spot on. All right. Um, but, yeah, so, like, Holidays, they don't know. They don't know days of the week. They don't know the months of the year and the calendar. Which, yeah, and some of that stuff is is like I said. Once you get farther in, you get that. But the basic of holidays, yes. Like when do you blow? You that should be the first thing you learn. How to blow? Should be the second thing you learn. Do you want to follow the moon or do you want to follow the calendar? The, the calendar, right? You know, yeah. which, which one which do you want to go by? Right. The next thing is how to venerate the gods. You should know that. You know what I mean? And the last thing is stories. You should know the stories of the gods, of the ancestors, of your ancestors specifically, and of some of the warriors, you know? If you don't know those basic things, that tells me that you're very young in heathenry. Now, the question is, are you going to listen to somebody else that you listened to years ago and stay young in heathenry and never go any farther? Because I've known people that told me they were in heathenry for 30 years, that are so young, it's like they were just born. Yes. You know? And they don't want to hear anything you have to say because they think they know the answers because they've been in heathenry for 30 years and that's the way that they've been doing it. They also learned back then that heathenry was a solitary practice, that you did it by yourself, and that's not necessarily true. A lot of it is solitary, but only in the sense that it involves you personally with your walk, your personal ancestors, the warriors in your life, but then the gods belong to everybody, and the Einherjar belong to everybody, so that's everyone. Yeah. That's why we come together to have our, you know, services. But young, 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 young heathens consistently don't want to learn. So, what do we get out of this? What, where do we go from here? What do we do with this information? Keep trying to educate. That's that's where I was going to go. But where do we stop if they don't? You don't give up till they give up. Okay. That, that's my thought. You know, a lot of times you have to tell people, okay, do you want to go any farther or do you want to stay where you are? You know, are you happy where you are or do you want to truly learn heathenry? And, you know, most of them say, oh, I want to truly learn heathenry. Okay, well, then I need you to go home and read the Poetic Edda. Well, I don't want to learn that much heathenry. That's still basic. Right. So they're like, okay, you know, or I'll tell them, you know, read the first chapter of the Prosetta and come back to me and tell me what you think of it. You know, I'm a real big proponent of the Prosetta because I believe the Prosetta gives you the basis for what we believe in. And once you read that, if that drives what you believe in, then you're a heathen. The Asuettas are really good for that one, too. Yeah. On on my opinion. I know everyone's, I like the Poetas and... The Ashuettas yeah, are yeah. a little bit more, I don't, 
less uh, other religion based yes, influences yes. into it. Yes, Norris Nelson didn't write though, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Catholic monk didn't take over. Yeah. Um, and that's the other problem we have is that, you know, they, they don't understand that most of the stuff they're reading was written by Catholic monks after heathenry because they just wanted to keep a record of what they transferred people from and to. You know, and, and you know, even the symbols, they don't want to hear the things that go along with most of the symbols, you know. They just don't want to hear the stories behind them or where they came from. And one of the biggest problems I have is no one learns the runes. Yeah. You know, the runes are your gateway to the Norns, the gods, existence, and the future. The way I look at it, because... Also being Wiccan, um, your runes are your cards. Right. Are your um, people use um, stones as right. well? Runes are that. Yep. You know, you need to treat them the same way because yeah. you still have to sleep with your cards. You yep. need to connect and bond. And right. So you have that connection. Yeah. Runes are very important. Yeah. Today, today my runes were. Um, Isa, Gifu, and Tyr, in that order, okay? Now, whether or not you're Norse Pagan or not, if you know what those things mean, you know what those things mean. If you don't, I suggest you start learning what they mean in that order and what that means for me for the day. I know what it means for me for the day, and most people that do the runes know what it means for me for the day, and can be translated into two or three different things, but those are my three runes for today. So... I will say... Not all young heathens, either father end of their walk or beginning their walk, are very blinded, shall we say? Right, there, there's some that are very open. Very. Yep. And, I don't know, me personally, I just, I really wish more people strived like that when they right. took the interest. And, and it doesn't even, I know we're talking about heathenry, but it doesn't have to be just that as well nowadays i feel like everyone put that actual effort effort you know things may run smoother all around right. and people may learn more knowledge right. and gain better understanding of things well i think neil gaiman hit the nail on the head when he made um, american gods oh yes you know, the world today is full of fads and throwaways and Things that aren't important. And the old gods have lost their ways because they require patience and time and effort. And most people today don't have those things. You know, they don't have patience to wait. They don't have time to give it to see what goes on with it. And they don't have the, the fortitude to sit there and see what's going to happen in the end. You know, so they can't wait for Odin to answer them. They want their answer now. You know, they can't wait for their ancestors to give them the answer, so they ask somebody online, you know, what does this mean? I had this dream about, uh, I was in a boat, and I had this great seed, and I was taking this seed to this new land, and I had a plant, and it became this great tree for everybody to surround around and stand around and hold hands. I'm like, I don't know, ask the gods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do I got to interpret your dream? Your dream is for you, it's not for me, and... That's the part that most people don't understand the path. You know, if it were my dream, it would mean one thing for me. Just because it's your dream means it means something different for you. You know? We could have the same dream of the same thing, and it means two totally different things. 
you know? If, if you're not getting the answer from the source, you're going to get a different muddled, view. Muddy, right. Yeah, muddy view into the or answer that you're looking for your mm -hmm. question and it right. may lead you down some other path that you weren't supposed to take yep yeah people get mad at me a lot because they'll ask me a question like i saw this in a vision what do you think it means and, and my first question is well did you ask the gods what it means and i'll say no did you ask the ancestors what it means well, well no well ask them first then come back to me and tell me what they said and they get upset well, shouldn't you know? No. I shouldn't. Not they, Odin. <laughs> right, right. I'm not Odin. I don't know everything. You know, I'm not at the, the, the well of weird where everything is for me to know, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not like that. I'm just a guy who sits here and says, okay, I can do stuff this way and I can do stuff that way. And a lot of times we get stuck in that church world again where we believe that a Gothi is a reverend and should have all the answers for everything for you. And that's not the case. That puts undue burden, undue and unjust burden on to the Gothar of the world today. And I get where they come from, where they get frustrated. I have to say, our religion is very much like a self-help book. Yes, very much like a self-help self -help book. Self-help book. Yep. yep. <laughs> you can only rely on yourself. And that's where and it becomes solitary. Relying on others is not bad. We're not saying don't come ask questions right. or anything like that. We're... We're, we're asking, don't ask stupid questions. I think we're more asking, do, did you do the homework, homework before you asked me the question? You know, did you try to figure out the problem before you brought it to me? Yeah. You know, and if you say to me, well, listen, I asked the ancestors, and what did the ancestors say? Well, they said I have to find a different path. That, that's right? your answer. There's, There's no your other answer. interpretation Right, There's no other that. interpretation. They, they don't want to hear that, though, but they want to hear it twice, and sometimes they need the... Uh, second opinion clause thing coming in to make sure they're hearing it right you know what i mean you know and it's it's really strange like i, I don't know how to explain it other than that but people get this idea of they question it instead right. of having full faith into it that it's Real. that is my answer yep. i shall take it as face value well one of the problems i think is that they they've never really this right they've never really went into it and done the things they're supposed to do okay so now they get this answer and they're not sure that it's a real answer because they've never had the ancestor speak to them before like they're asking you know they've never had that opportunity to really hear an ancestor speak to them or hear a god speak to them or hear a warrior speak to them yeah. in their daily lives so now they're not sure like was that it was that the answer so they want a second opinion on that. You know what I mean? And that's I think fun. a lot of times that's what it is. I can understand that. Yeah. You know, want to just make sure that's, that is what that yeah. is. Doing that, I feel like, in the very beginning. Right. Okay. But that, that definitely needs to be something that needs to. Be worked on. Yeah. End yeah. up stopping. You need to wholeheartedly believe what the answer you get right. back. The answer you're getting. Exactly. You know, I mean, think about the first time you were, you got your answer from an ancestor or a god. 
I did the same thing. You're like, wait, I, that I, can't I was be like, right. I was like, wait a minute. And then I yep. I called you. Yep. You're like, but I did my homework before right, right, I called right. you. You're like, wait, though. this is like, what, wait, hold on. This is wrong. There's no way that this wait, is It me. definitely is wiggy. Um, mm-hmm. My sense of brain was, uh, am I going nuts? Was right. I short? Oh, oh no! no! Like, I can understand that, but I, I take the answers I get from you know, my ancestors, the warriors, right. from Odin, from mm-hmm. Freya, and, and I take them at face value, I don't question it, I don't think that, maybe, am I going nuts, maybe I need to, eh, no, right. it, it needs to, to, you need to put all of your trust into it. Yeah. Ironically, that thing comes up at the right time every time. <laughs> that's how, how crazy is that, like, that's like the second time now. Because it's come up right at the right time. We're talking about getting answers from the gods, and somebody screams Odin. Yep. I love it. It's great. Well, anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining me for Modern Heat Demand today. I hope we gave you some insight on what to do. And I just want to hail you if you're trying to get better. I want to hail you if you're listening to the podcast and trying to be a better heathen. I want to hail the gods today for all the greatness and things they've given us each and every day. Um, I want to hail Suna for the beautiful sun that she's brought out today or he he he's brought out today sorry and uh i want to thank you all for listening and tell you to have a great day bye bye